I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. The following is an exclusive presentation of News Radio KMAN. Your home for K State Athletics. It's game time. This is the game on News Radio KMAN. We kick off the weekend with a live edition of the game here on News Radio KMAN. Take it to uh, Manhattan High School Hoops. Tonight, the Tribe in Junction City. It's round two with the old rivals. Oh, boy. The Blue Jays will be hosting Manhattan High tonight for a girls and boys doubleheader. You'll hear the action right here on KMAN with Troy Coverdale on the call. With approximate start time of 545 and tip it off at 6 o'clock with the girls playing first. Hour number two, going to talk, of course, Super Bowl. We got Mitch in Vegas. Prop bets blindly ranked five with David G. Mitch Palm against BYU. Cats play at BYU tomorrow night at 9 o'clock. A late tip-off in Provo, Utah. Here in hour number one, we will hear from K-State women's basketball star. Not just player anymore. Star. Serena Sundell. Plus, believe it or not, guys, People are paying an insane amount of money for Brock Purdy football cards right now. <laughs> Speaking of stars, I'm going to roll my eyes on that one. Very special treat to open up the show here. Yesterday, hour number two, for two segments, we talked all K-State baseball. Mm-hmm. Getting you set for what starts a week from today, which is the regular season in Scottsdale, Arizona. The Cal Golden Bears are going to be the first victims <laughs> of the 24th-ranked K-State baseball team. And then before you know it, the home schedule is going to open up after that those first four games in Arizona. We're going to open up the show talking K-State baseball season tickets. And in studio, a very special guest. He is the chairman of the K-State baseball season ticket committee, Tom Giller. Tom, thanks for stopping by. Thanks for having me. Um, when I think it came in, uh, I think of my mom and dad for years and years listening to the news and uh, my mom still listens to K-Man News, and I think she's on year 49 listening. So I'm humbled and honored to be here. Is it your first time in here? I've been in here, gosh, maybe nine or ten times doing okay. what I'm doing now. And I used to work for Commerce Bank, so I did some commercials with Matt Walters for the bank. Well, welcome in studio. We're, we're glad to have you. And it's it's good timing because baseball, again, starts a week from today. The home opener, not too far from now, Holy Cross, a three-game series on February 23rd. And this is going to be a really good team. 
preseason All-Americans, very talented returners, transfer portal guys, high school players, true freshmen you're going to see on the field this year. This is, on paper, going to be a very special season of K-State baseball. Tom, let's talk season tickets for K-State baseball. But first, I want to go back to the title, your title, chairman of the K-State baseball season ticket committee. I'd love if you could explain what is the baseball season ticket committee. Well, it's a group that's been together now for 21 years. There are four individuals that uh, are handling the task this year, and I think the last two or three years, we either, we've either had four or five individuals. And that's been about 13 or 14 um, guys over the years, and they all have that passion for K-State baseball. Um, they want to help out any way they can, and one of the best ways we can as fans is to support the team and go to Toynton Stadium, uh, sit in, and I love Toynton Stadium, the size of it. Uh, it's it's all pretty much either chair backs, uh, seats, uh, has a nice club level, just the atmosphere, the video scoreboard. So what we try to do is sell those season tickets to fill up the stands, I think that also helps with the players. When the players see the the Bramlage Coliseum or Bill Snyder Stadium or Toynton Stadium full, I think it gives them more energy without question that they want to play well. And the difference between having 500 and 2,300 is, is night and day. So that's probably the first reason why we we do what we do is, is to help in that way. Um, I also like to do win-win uh, situations, and I think it's when people buy season tickets and and pay for them. I think it's a win for the the baseball revenue stream. I think it's a win for K State athletics, but I also think it's a win for the fans. The price of a season ticket is basically three three and a half dollars a game. You're seeing a tough Big 12 conference that we compete again in a great stadium. And it's at a time of year during the spring where everybody's tired of being inside the snow, the cloudy days. So you get to go out and, uh, and watch the cats, cats play. Well, fingers crossed, because typically in the first few weekends of K-State baseball at home, it is colder weather, so and it, it's going to start a week earlier. You're talking about the middle of February. So far for February, we've had pretty solid winter or, or weather, rather. So fingers crossed that um, that we'll have that for the Holy Cross series. Um, how long has this committee been around to to help sell season tickets? Um, this is our 21st year. It started with Brad Hill's first year. Um, Brad took over from Mike Clark that did a did a great job for us for so many years, and I know K-State fans know Mike Clark. Um, and basically, uh, he and I went out to lunch, and we were just talking K-State baseball, and somehow we got on the attendance levels um, over the last two or three years, and they were, I think they were four or 500 was the average. And so the question came out, uh, gosh, I'm a little, Brad said, I'm a little surprised we're not drawing more people. Uh, and I made some comment about thinking of the Royal Lancers or the Chief Red Coats, kind of the Chamber of Commerce guys that go out there and help 
um, the Royals or the Chiefs or our committee that helps out K-State baseball, um, if, if we put something together like that, I think we could sell a lot more season tickets. And a day or two later, Casey Scott called me and, and said, gosh, I heard you're interested in starting a baseball season ticket committee. So that's how it started. But again, um, a lot of the compliments to that go to the guys that uh, the 12, 13, 14 individuals that have been out there and helping. I've also liked the partnership between the head coaches, the assistant coaches, um, the ticket staff, um, the athletic department. We work kind of for them as volunteers, but they do a great job of, of getting us brochures, pocket schedules, um, setting tables up, uh, calling us back, uh, looking at uh, lists or requests that we've had that we email to them. So it's really working well. And the reason I'm so excited uh, is this year, and and you guys did a great segue into it yesterday, that we're going to have an awesome team this year on paper. Wow, 24th in the nation. I think of Texas coming here in here that's yep. 11th or 12th in the nation. I think that'll be sold out all three games. Uh, we also have KU coming in. Um, we've got Nebraska uh, midweek game. We've got Wichita State. Oklahoma State, I think, is ranked 27th or 28th, just outside of the top 25. So I, I think we're going to really take off on these season tickets from about 850, we might get up to uh, 1,250. And what happens there is when you have the kids getting about 350 in a stadium that holds 2,300, all of a sudden more and more sellouts are, are happening. So one of my messages today would be if you don't have season tickets, um, we are lined up to really have a lot of fun and excitement and jumping up and down and high-fiving this year. Make sure you get your season tickets. Well, I'm sure those folks that are thinking about getting tickets this year, they know that the team's going to be really good. We should talk about the ticket packages and what's available for fans to purchase from prices to where the seats are. Th- th- that's a great question. So, um our club level and suite level has been sold out for a number of years. Then we have four sections that are reserved, $150 for that reserved chairback seat for 29 games. That's solid. That, yeah. uh, that's a great deal. And, and I compliment Kansas State Athletic Department and wanting the big crowds and keeping that very affordable and a great value. Um, but we're sold out of those. Oh. So there is a waiting list. Uh, and in about two or three weeks, if people haven't renewed their season tickets, people will start getting phone calls that some of those have opened up. So all we have left is general admission 29-game uh, season tickets. Okay. Well, where do fans go to, uh, to buy their tickets? Um, good question. Uh, they can go to the K-State ticket office in person. They can call 1-800-221-CATS, or they can email tickets at kstatesports.com. They can also go to the website, 
kstatesports.com, and there's a ticket link in there. Or you can go uh, the first six, seven games of the year, a season ticket committee table would be set up. So if you come up and say, gosh, I want to buy two season tickets, we can take all your information. If you already have an account with us now, with the athletic department ticket, um, all, all they need is an okay, and most people have their debit or credit card out there, so they can do that really quick. They can even um, send them to you electronically within minutes after that. You know, when you're talking about the, the ticket packages, I was looking to get at the schedule, and we, we talked a lot actually about the road schedule yesterday because that's such an important part of this year's team because of k being left out of the NCAA tournament. They need to beef up the RPI, the opponents they see on the road, and they're doing that this year. I mean, still the home schedule is still pretty stacked. Cincinnati comes in for the first time. You know, Missouri State's on the schedule for a three-game series. You hear Missouri State, you may think, oh, well, in football they're an FCS and we, we smoke them every year. In baseball, that is a really solid program. And K-State will get them for three games on a weekend. That's going to be a lot of fun. And I think they made the College World Series a handful of years ago. Did they? Yes. Texas comes into town. KU comes into town. Oklahoma State. And how about BYU as well? A new, another newcomer will be coming into town. Uh, Tom, we got a few more minutes. Uh, we have said multiple times here that we on paper that K-State baseball should be very solid this year. Is there any particular area of the game that – or a player or a couple of players that really stand out to you is like, yeah, these guys are the real deal, and I'm looking forward to really watching them carry this team to success in 2024 and, and the players that we're going to all want to see in Toynton Family Stadium this year. That's a great question, and, and I'll answer it in two ways. But first I want to put in a real big plug. Tonight is the Cat-Bat uh, dinner event um, so if you don't have tickets, and I don't know if we still have tickets left, you might call the athletic department or the ticket office, uh, but all the players will be there. So I really have two groups. I have our two star players, Cole Pepper and Neighbors, that I think will be great leaders. I am so thankful that they stayed. And the reason they stayed, from what I'm hearing, is they love it here. They love the academic side of it. They love our coaches, both head coaches and assistant coaches. They like our facilities. They like the conference, and they think it, it's a good fit for them. And that really makes me proud to be a K-State fan because those are the things you want them to check off. Um, so I, I look for those two to play exceptional and, and also be some leaders. But I've met most of the, the baseball players, and – there hasn't been one that I've said, oh, I don't like that guy or, or he's he's a little too much for me. So I think that the second group is the whole team, that they have a wonderful team. I think the locker room atmosphere is, is really good. Um, and I think we're going to surprise a lot of people that think K-State, but boy, after they play us, they'll say, wow, K-State's good. The uh, event you were referencing there is the the cat the bat cat bash tonight at uh, at the Shamrock Zone and it's going to get underway uh, later on today at six thirty. It's a it's a tailgating style event. They call it. It's also known as Baseball Night in Manhattan. Starts at six thirty. Ten bucks for adults, five dollars for kids, and you get to meet the team. You know, it's a it's a great meet and greet. Also, get to hang out in the Shamrock Zone, which you haven't been yes. there yet. It is state of the art facility, so it's very nice. 
Well, Tom, I appreciate you stopping by and sharing some uh, sharing those uh, details on K-State baseball season tickets for a very promising year of, of Batcats action. And I've been looking at David G over here while you were going on your spiel, and he seems to be pretty sold on some season tickets okay, this year. good, good. It's time to jump on the bandwagon. You yeah. know what I mean? If you're not like interested in this, then get out of town. <laughs> you know, like the prices are right. The team is really likable. Everybody's pumped up. We got a great home schedule. What more do you want, man? Come on, let's go. I'm going to put him on the committee. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Deal. Well, thank you for having me, yeah. and uh, um, thank you for all that K Man does for K State University for Manhattan. Um, having the games on the radio, sending a crew all across the U.S. Um, we appreciate the partnership between K-Man and K-State in the community. Thank you. Well, and I can promise not just the broadcast, but here on the show, we're just getting started talking about baseball for the months to come because this is going to be a fun season to follow. Tom Giller, appreciate your time for stopping in, and uh, I can't wait for the season to start on Friday. Thank you for your time. Good. Go Wildcats. That's Tom Giller, chairman of the K-State Baseball Season Ticket Committee. We'll take a timeout, and when we come back, we will hear from K-State women's basketball star, point guard Serena Sundell, is coming up next. Question for you, DG. Yeah. As Owen brings us back with Sandstorm, we are now that we're in Big 12 play. Now you'll hear Sandstorm women's basketball games. Cats go on a run. It's like an under eight timeout. Opposing coach calls a timeout. Let's go. Let's go 30. Give me 30. Here comes Sandstorm. TV goes to break, and we get it for the full media timeout. Oh. But it's not as you know, uncommon to hear it anymore. Now it's happening all the time. Mm. Are you more of a, hey, let's play it all the time, every game, let's get the cell phone lights on, or? I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Would you like to see it go back to being more of a special occasion type of thing? I I want someone to sit on it. I, I want I, I want it. Like for a special occasion, I think for the show we have a great interview with Tom freaking Giller about season tickets. The, the the segment goes so well. We're coming out of a break. We deserve a little sandstorm because that the T Gill was awesome. <laughs> 
But and at the basketball game, I do wish I just hold, put it in your back pocket. You know what I'm saying? Like, like it's better just sparingly used. I think people want to use just like go 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 go. No, because it's when it pops when you put it on a special time, it really pops. I w- hold on just a second. I would agree with that if it wasn't for what the fans have made it. That's true. Turning the phone lights on, lights go out. It, you know, and I and I've said this many times. I love looking at the opposing radio, the opposing fans, and just their look on their face because it's that's. Tr- I think it's the ultimate octagona do moment. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think you have to use it strategically. Like I think Ku could have used it four times. Like there are moments <laughs> in the game where you just need that juice, and then there's some games where like we don't need it. Right? Well, you know, we're up ten. It, it's definitely better when it is later in the game. Yeah, it, it's meant for late game timeout. I think going to a media break. I think Sandstorm by itself can cause a momentum swing. You're like, oh, we've. Where we just let up a 6-0 run, boom, coming out of a timeout, I mean, Sandstorm's playing. You know, KU kind of did that. They they used to, I don't know what they did internally, but they used to want us to play Sandstorm. It fired KU up. Other teams, I don't know, what they don't have the secret sauce to figure that out, but it, Bill Self used to talk about how his guys used to get fired up when they would play it. I don't know if that's mind games to get us to not, but... Um, I think that's over, though. I think that's over with now. Obviously, two times in a row. Here we go. Um, but I, yeah, I like to use it sparingly. Well, and I felt like this past Monday we may have had a okay, maybe the chant finally died moment mm. because we're we're getting close to tip off. Coaches walking out. We're getting wabash. And what chant are we getting? Yeah, because KU's in town. Yeah. Um, and then during Sandstorm, it was a mixed crowd. It was a mix. It was mixed, but then it it gradually shifted over to just KSU. Right. And I'm like, okay, that might have been the moment. Mm-hmm. That might have been officially the moment that maybe we don't hear the the vulgar chant anymore. When when you when the way he the way he posed it to the students that. Um, it was people were trying to get this message across and just didn't quite know how to put it. When he said, KSU, we should be cheering for ourselves and like talking about us as opposed to talking about someone else. When you're obsessing about someone else, the look is weak, man. And I I didn't ever think someone was going to be able to put that in a way that kids would go, oh, it's kind of like when you talk about your ex 24-7, you know, and you know, like after a while, you just kind of look sad. It's like get over it. Let's talk about us. Let's talk about the cats. Yeah, because I have I have a lot of buddies that are KU fans, and they always like it's the little brother, this, that, and the yeah. other. And like I think that feeds. That's part of it, right? It's when everything is about them. Even when we're not playing them, yeah. we're chanting. We're like we're better than that, right? We, we, we do are. need to be more about us because it's it's about what we do, not about what they do. Don't don't act like when you act like it's a big deal. When you when you act cool about it, mm-hmm. it gets the other person even more around. Even up. more upset about yeah. it. Yeah. You know They're mad like, that we're not chasing about, them uh-huh. Exactly. Well, coming up tomorrow afternoon in Bramblage Coliseum, the K-State men out of town, the K-State women, the number eight team in the nation, mm-hmm. going to get things back on track when they host J.C. Hoyt, Emily Ebert, former cat, and uh, the Oklahoma State Cowgirls, who are 11 and 11 on the year. 
for a uh, afternoon tilt at four o'clock with pregame coverage at three thirty here on News Radio KMAN. Been lucky uh, every week for the basically the past month. I've been able to get a one-on-one interview with a K-State women's basketball player. This next player has been killing it lately. In Big 12 play, is averaging 15 points, 7 rebounds, 6 assists per game, just about. I'm kind of making it up on the fly because it's really close. The thing is, though, like these last few games have been really off the charts with, um, with 43 points, 19 rebounds, and three straight games now, Serena Sundell has had eight assists. Mm-hmm. Three straight games. Unfortunately, the last two have been losses for K-State. But Serena Sundell right now is playing at an unreal level. I got to catch up with the junior yesterday. All right, Serena Sundell, do you like the no midweek game once in a while and uh, and you have six days between games and you're just practicing for a while? Do you like the break or are you, are you itching to get back out there? Um, the break is nice. The break is nice. We had a few days off, so when we have a break and no practice, it's extra special. Um, just to have a few days to yourself, you know, get back on track with the classroom academic-wise, you know, laundry, all that stuff. Um, so it's nice. And then you're just on your own time to get your own shots up. Um, just kind of reset, treatment, rehab, rest, whatever you need. Um, and then we came back in yesterday and got right back to it so it was great so you say there that it's up to you to get your own shots up it's not mandatory it sounds like but i was told when you're a freshman you're, you're always in the gym so when it's not mandatory how much work are you putting in well we had two days off so the first day i took a whole day because that's nice sometimes just to stay out of the gym keep your basketball shoes off don't touch a ball just refresh mentally um and then the next day i came in for um an hour an hour and a half and just shot um on the gun we have i mean nice guns that will pass to you and you can get a lot of shots up in a short amount of time i know a lot of girls came in and did treatment both days um whatever is aching on them so it's very individualized which is nice going back to the uh the oklahoma game you know when you're on a long winning streak it, it, it maybe gets tougher when that loss finally comes. It, it, it gets a little heavier, I guess. What Was that a hard loss against Oklahoma? Were you guys able to put it behind you quickly and focus on Texas after the long winning streak? Yeah, we were. It was a tough loss, I think, because there was a lot of things that we could have controlled differently that we didn't do. Um, our execution down the stretch was not – where we wanted it to be, not where we've practiced for that standard to be at. So that was hard just because, I mean, Oklahoma, I give them credit. They did a lot of good things, but we did a lot of things on our end that we wish we could have gotten back, so that one hurt. Um, but we knew going into Texas it was going to be tough, and, I mean, there's nothing you can do once that final buzzer sounds. So you just got to do everything you can to move on and learn from it, carry it into the next game, and move forward. If you play at the high level, are teams – guarding you differently has that changed or is it the same yeah um I think each year I can kind of feel um the other team's scout and you can I can hear it sometimes when I'm playing down um offensively by their bench um their coaches are yelling at their players I can hear them saying a lot recently she's going right going baseline um, which is something that I've had a lot of success so far this year so Teams are learning just like we are doing to their players, um, just having specialized specialized scouts. So that's just something as a player you keep in, keep in mind that 
they might have an idea, you got to keep trying, but also be ready to adjust and do something different. That's basketball. Have you looked at Oklahoma State yet? Do you know what to expect from the Cowgirls? I mean, we, we watch games, obviously, throughout the season. We haven't had a specific scout on them. We'll get that tomorrow. We did a little bit of stuff, um, just broad strategies today. I know to expect Emily Ebert, so that'll be fun. Oh, that's right. Yep. Um, I'll see her, so that'll be good. But Coach Hoyt, she's a great coach, so she'll have a game plan coming in here. They're a tough team. They played OU tough at home. So, I mean, nothing specific strategy-wise, but we know that they're a good team, and every game in the Big 12 is going to be a dogfight. So so now number eight, but you were number two. K-State fans love this team, and they can't stop talking about this team. When the games are playing, everybody's live-tweeting and stuff. With all that talk and all, all the praise and stuff, I, I'm sure the, y- y- you want to try to not pay attention to it and not let it get into your head, but is it hard to ignore that kind of stuff, or do you like it? I mean, definitely. It's human nature. Everyone loves a pat on the back and recognition for doing well. Um, But as an athlete, um, you just have to try to find that balance. And Coach has been really good at reminding that of us. I mean, maybe a little over the top, but he is just always telling us to block out the noise, block out the noise, good and bad. I mean, when we went 0-2 this week, that's not the results we wanted. And he was like, some people might you know, have some things to say about that, but you got to block that out too. I mean, we're a good team. Um, yeah, just finding that balance. But, I mean, it's also a special season. I can recognize that, so you want to find the joy in it as well. So it's both. Meet the Wildcats with Serena Sundell. Favorite athlete growing up? Well, I'll say Serena Williams because I was named okay. after her. Really? Mm-hmm. Do you play tennis? I don't play tennis, no, but she was, she was just very successful growing up. Are your parents big Serena Williams fans? Uh, no, they, I guess they were just watching her on TV one day when my mom was pregnant with me and was like, hmm, Serena. Serena Sundell Serena rolls Sundell. off the tongue. When you were a kid, what did you want to be when you grew up? Did you want to be a basketball player or did you want to be a doctor? The first real job I remember wanting to be was a accounting professor, random. That was my first ever job shadow in middle school. I went to Northwest, where I'm from, went in a class and watched this accounting professor teach, and it was an immediate no. Did you have a job in high school? No, I did not. Have you ever had a job? I've never had a job. You've never had a W-2? Nope. You're getting by okay so far. Yeah. Do you have a music guilty pleasure? I mean, for my team, I like country music, and a lot of the girls on my team do not like country music, so we never listen to country in the weight room or on the court, so that's my pleasure like when i'm by myself do you listen to luke combs fast car a lot it's overplayed it's overplayed uh-huh. i like the song but it was overplayed for a while tracy chapman's is better but he still did a good job with it um do you have a big pet peeve a pet peeve of mine in this building for ice is when people use the handicap button to open the doors when they have nothing in their hands and they're very uh-huh. capable of opening the doors on their own Favorite TV show of all time, and are you binging anything right now? Mm, not binging anything right now. Favorite TV show of all time is The Office. Mine too. Uh, favorite character, favorite episode? Oh, um, favorite character is Dwight. And my favorite episode, I don't know the name of it, the fire one. Oh, with the cold open, the fire drill? Yes, fire drill. Uh, I don't remember the name. Yeah, I don't remember the name either, but it's when... Basically, Dwight is being reprimanded the whole episode. Yes. He has to go in a couple of times. Yes. Uh, to talk to David Wallace. Um, favorite candy? Um, a Snickers. Favorite holiday? Christmas. 
Are you a big gift giver? This year I was. This year I gave the most gifts I've ever given. I think, you know, we got some money this year, so I was able to spend a little bit for my family. Go-to karaoke song. I would do Chasing Pavements by Adele for a little challenge. (laughs) It would be horrible. Can you, do you have a singing voice? No, no, I don't. I'm really good in my car, though, when she's... Oh, who isn't? When she's singing over me, I sound phenomenal. All right, last question. Super Bowl Sunday, Chiefs, 49ers, who you got? Go Chiefs. Yep, been a big Chiefs fan my whole life. Love Taylor Swift. Travis Kelsey, love it all. I'm a big, big fan of it all. Oh, so you're okay with Travis, or uh, Taylor Swift being shown on TV once in a while? Yep, love her. My teammates would also disagree with that. They don't like her at all, yep. Best of luck Saturday against Oklahoma State. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. So a couple of things that Serena, that Serena Sundell from K-State Women's Basketball uh, had to say during that uh, interview that we had yesterday uh, about Meet the Wildcats, a couple of answers she had there. The handicap button. I can't tell you how many times I've gone to a high school to call a game, basketball game, and I'm, my hands are full of equipment. And I hit the button to, you know, so I can open the doors and I don't have to prop them open. And they never work. (laughs) (laughs) They never work. (laughs) Anytime your hands are actually full, those doors are busted. And the first first school that always comes to my mind, McPherson. It's always McPherson that the button never works. And I'm just like, and I got two doors to go through, two levels of doors. Uh, So McPherson high on blast right now. Get your stuff (laughs) right. Get it fixed, Call OSHA. Whoever we got to call. Oof. Drop a dime on McPherson. Uh, the other answer, uh, not the office. Um, uh, boy, why am I blinking now? Um, gosh, dang it. Candy. Oh, the music. It was uh, because she says she liked to listen to country music, but all the other, all of her other teammates always wanted to listen to something else. Girl, I've been there. <laughs> a lot. I feel like that's most locker rooms. I, I go to a, th- you know, everybody wants to listen to Chingy or T.I. or Cisco. Wow. And I'm like, can we get some Motley Crue up in here? How about some Gin Blossoms? <laughs> <laughs> Little Ace of Base? Hey, Anybody? Don't act like you don't like Gin Blossoms, okay? Don't act. Just one Christopher Cross song, please. <laughs> <laughs> you ever heard Like the Wind? Never, you ever heard that song? Oh, come on, man. I used to, man, I had a house that was a party house one year and come home from the bars, fly like a G6 is on or whatever it is. Oh. And then I switch it to some Led Zeppelin and they're Ooh. like, what the hell is this guy doing? Hell yeah. Well, then somebody else DJ, you know? It's like, <laughs> we got to be able to do both, right? Like, ride, I love G6. Ride like the wind. But I also love Led Zeppelin, all right? We can do both. Yeah. Here. Come, Come on. on. Somebody's doing a keg stand, all of a sudden you hear, ah! <laughs> it's like, <laughs> that didn't fire anybody up. It, I throws, mean, it, may throw, it, it kind of throws you off. Yeah. It would throw me off at first, but then Although, I'm immediately jamming. let's do it. I kind of want to party harder. I want to party harder. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> For sure. And especially immigrant song going. You throw that on and you have to party. You know I what agree. I'm saying? You have to. Who sits calmly on a couch and listens to immigrant songs? It's no not possible. Doubt. Nope. BriggsAuto.com presents Passport to Cabo. All expense paid trip with two bedroom beachfront condo available at Valencia. And a flight for two out of Manhattan Regional Airport. Guys, first sponsor location to become a finalist will be announced next week. So stay tuned to K-Man for more information on how to become a finalist 
to win a free trip to Cabo with big thanks to BriggsAuto.com. Also brought to you by Impressions Body Sculpting and Wellness and Godfrey's Indoor Ranges and Tactical Supply. Our number two will feature Mitch Palm against BYU. Mitch in Vegas, blindly ranked five. Boy, this made me kind of look ego. Like I have a big ego. I got two segments in one hour named after me. Well, I mean, when you when you get interviews like Serena Sundell like that and whoever you really want and Tom Giller, T yeah. Gill, it's kind of like, dude, you deserve it, man. It's it's all you. It's all you. Name that third one, Brian. The rank five brought to you by Mitch. Boy, I, if, if anything, we really even things out because it's a Brock Purdy segment when we come oh. back on the game. After bringing up Fly Like a G6, I feel like we need to get that as a bed. I I can still kind of hear it in my head. I'll make it happen. I was just going to say, this is one... This song is old school. I love this song. But this song is one you don't, no one has a problem with this one being played in the locker room. It's like, all right, all right, all right. All right. I yeah. got five on I it. I got five on it. Such a great song. That's a great song. The song always reminds me of that season of Last Chance You that took place in California. And oh, the coach yeah. just randomly started playing it in a meeting and he's like dancing to it. It's very difficult not to bob your head to this song. Yeah. It's really a classic hip hop beat. For the ages, uh, they knocked it out of the park on this one. By who? Anybody? Okay, good for you. It is the game on K Man, and coming up on Sunday, it is coverage here on K Man of Super Bowl Fifty Eight Chiefs Forty Niners, right here in K Man, and the pregame starts at one o'clock from Westwood One. Game kicks off at five thirty. You'll get the game here as well. And it's brought to you by Vista, Bottle Caps, Dara's, and The Fridge. Speaking of Dara's, guys, download the Dara's Corner uh, Market app. So just search for Dara's. You'll see it pop up. You'll see the green leaf pop up. Download that app to get deals at Dara's Corner Market. Because they got deals coming through for whoever wins. Yeah, so be ready Monday, Tuesday. Those next two days after this, after the uh, big game, mm-hmm. um, whoever wins, you'll get specific deals. Right. So make sure you have that app, the Dara's Corner Market app, to get those deals. Man, they're good deals. Speaking of the big game, um, boy, I, I, um, <laughs> I, I know this quarterback matchup is one we had been begging for since day one, really. Since old Brock Purdy, where was the... Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. 
Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. The draft, it wasn't Kansas City, I think it was the year before. Was it Vegas? May have been Vegas. Vegas or Chicago? It may have been in Vegas when Brock Purdy was announced as Mr. Irrelevant. It was, it was, yes, it was. By the San Francisco 49ers, and ever Mm -hmm. since that day took place... It's like, oh my god, we gotta get a, we gotta get a Patrick Mahomes Brock Purdy Super Bowl. It's it's gotta happen. Um, <laughs> I swear to God, Brock Purdy to get here sold his soul to the devil, dude. This There's is that. That's the only explanation. <laughs> I know, because I know that he had his way with K State, right? Like that, like he he did his thing, but there were times in his career where he would turn the ball over in the most creative ways I have ever seen a human turn the oh, ball. Oh, what is he doing? What in the I mean, he would just launch it like he was shooting like a skyhook, like Kareem. And you're like, <laughs> "Why did he do that?" I I just that guy and now he's out here just spinning it, dude. Spinning it for those guys. Yeah, maybe we'll get mid-season Brock. Maybe we'll get midseason, bro. Well, I mean, I think in the playoffs he's been pretty lucky. He's made plays. I mean, don't get me wrong, but I think he's been pretty lucky at times, especially in that comeback against the Lions where he, he threw a deep ball. It should have been picked off. Oh, hit, hit and whoever for the yeah. – li- yeah, just bounced bounced off a line right into the hands of a yeah. whoever I think for 49 Yeah. Was it yeah. Brandon Ayuk? I yeah. don't remember. You know what? It hasn't been all purdy for Brock. The thing is <laughs> – I hate you. God. <laughs> the I think the best comparison that me and my buddy were talking about earlier this week, like he is, he is the he's the. I can't remember if we said Dak Prescott or Kirk Cousins. He's the opposite. Where like, especially these two playoff games they played, he's been like bad for three quarters. But when they need him, boom, he's there. Mm-hmm. Like that final drive, and you need a touchdown. Brock Purdy cements himself as that top ten quarterback. But for those first three quarters, you're like. I see why this guy was taken in the seventh round of the draft. Yo. So it's it's so 50-50. It's so weird. I'll tell you. Football cards, baseball cards are really in right now, especially if they're graded in good shape. You yeah. Can, you, if you have a you know a valuable rookie card, it can go through for hundreds of thousands of dollars. That is a market that has made a big comeback. Mm-hmm. I remember when I was starting to get into it, I was like, oh, I could sell these cards. The the, the It was so down at the time. And I just got out of it. I don't know anything about it anymore. And now it's sky high and in market value for a lot of these cards. Brock Purdy has been in the league for like two years, and now his trading card has skyrocketed. I mean, we're talking rookie cards. Check out this price. Um, somebody bought it for fifty cents. Turn it around for three bucks. Incredible, insane turnaround. I don't get it. Man, uh, shaking the world of of football cards. I mean, turning that kind of profit on a Brock Purdy. It's where you get your money at. It's early on. You got to get the rookies. Six hundred percent. Uh huh. Okay. I that didn't get the. You know, I'm hoping. You know, the laughs out there in the cars on Tuttle Creek Boulevard. 
or on Rancer Road or on Yuma. <laughs> got a good laugh. Got yeah. a good laugh. Cassell got a good laugh out of that. Okay, here's, here's the real numbers. The the recent big sell for a, a Brock Purdy rookie card just sold for one hundred and eighty six thousand dollars. No way. No, okay, shut up. That's no way. That is a, that is a true story. I thought you were serious about the fifty and the three. I, I mean, I was gonna buy that for sure. $186,000? That is a true story. Yep. No. It's, it, there's two that have sold for over one twenty-five. Unbelievable. Hour two of the game. Mitch in Vegas. Blindly ranked five. Mitch Palm versus BYU next.